I would like to um, tag on to some of what City was saying about transitions. I felt that so strongly in the last several days as I've been trans transitioning um, for time zones and cultures and language and food and just about everything. Um, and how it is that when, as I reflect on it, all of our life is basically a transition. We're moving as we're creating new cells and we're, our body is aging while we're also restoring ourselves at the same time. There's a change happening, transition happening, whether we honor it or we call it in or we acknowledge it or not, it's simply happening. And the transitions that, that are really, that take us so by surprise or that seem to challenge us, us the most are the ones that are um, emotionally charged and looking at relationships and um, our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with others, and how it is that we still feel a sense of freedom, that we don't feel trapped because something is transitioning and it is out of our control. We often feel as though we have, we're, we're trapped in something, we don't have choice. And the truth, as um, City mentioned, is that we actually have choice in several ways. One is we have choice in deciding how we're going to respond and how we're going to hold the transition. Um, and often we have choice just in how it is that the different um, pathways that we can take around this transition, whether it's a relationship or it's something that um, we're going through just on our own. It doesn't have to even involve another person. But the essence, our full essence of ourselves and the vitality that we're looking for when we talk about how we can be in the fragrance of joy is about courage. And I think that it's really about saying yes to whatever is coming at you and deciding how it is that you're going to respond. Yes doesn't mean that you're in agreement. You might decide that what it is that's coming at you, you're going to pivot or you're going to take responsibility and make some sort of a change. It's not being um, stuck in what's coming, but it's not resisting it. So saying yes is just saying, I acknowledge that this transition is happening to me and I'm a part of it and I cannot escape it. But that doesn't mean I don't have some power and some choice in how it is that it evolves. And so we have to take a look at that. But the energy that it takes to say no when a transition is coming is so much more oftentimes than the energy it takes for us to figure out a way that we can tweak it or move with it or acquiesce or um, give into it a bit that transitions are our way of our spirit journey being able to go to another level. So if we just stay stagnant where we are, there's no chance for us to have an evolution. And our spirit is longing for that. It's longing for change. Even though we often think I'm just longing for silence and quietude, but we're, that's a change also, because that's a different way of holding your interiority and holding your journey. So I think that for us to imagine into the possibility that we are in transition and we have this grand opportunity to decide how we wanna sit in it and not feel pressured by it. Um, I, we were, Penny and I were chatting when we were checking in with the situation that's happening in Northern California 
and beyond, but in Northern California with the fires and how in that situation, you're on hold. You don't know, you know there's a potential for something that could come up that you have to shift immediately for. You might have to evacuate in that situation, but you don't know when, and you don't know if that's even gonna happen. So there's this heightened angst about holding the space for if and when it happens. And it's tiring. It's fine for a day or a few hours when something, a heightened situation is going on, but to elongate it into several days or weeks or months when you're in transition is exhausting to the adrenals and to our whole system. And so for us to be able to hold transitions lightly in a way that allows that they're coming, but doesn't pull us into a place where we feel depleted by the idea of transition allows us to live into our life more fully and to be saying that big yes to life, which is what we're really here to do. We're here to live out of a space that says, I know things are coming at me and they may or may not be my preference, but I'm a live vital being that can handle it. I was thinking when City was having us do the one, the arm thing. And she said, you have 30 more seconds. Or at one point she said, you have a minute longer. And I thought how interesting when she says how much longer you have, you can do it. You go, okay, it's 30 more seconds. Now you kind of get an extra breath and you do it or it's a minute longer. But when it's unknown, when you don't know how long is she gonna make us do this? It's much more challenging. And that is the problem with, or the challenge in transitions is that we don't know when they're gonna shift. And so that, that extra energy that it creates in us to hold the space indefinitely. And that's why we need to be able to step up with our own mini steps as to how it is that we are interacting with that transition. So we don't have to wait for the end result. We can actually be in relationship with that transition in steps as it's evolving. And that just takes awareness. It takes us paying attention to what the transition is, if we if we can understand it, and looking at micro steps. How are we taking small steps in maybe our attitude? It may not be action, it might be attitude, it might be in surrender. Maybe we can't surrender to the fullness of this transition at one time, but we can surrender to small steps in it. And as we do that, we get closer and more intimately involved in the transition. It becomes less a waiting game and something more that's just a gentle movement or a wave that we're on, but we're not crashing. Having that, the tools for us to be able to flow, it's all about flow. Are we in the flow and can we flow? And if we can flow and be in the flow at all times, then, it, then we have a sense of security because we know, we understand that it doesn't matter if things are coming in whatever direction and whatever strength they're coming, we have the inner fortitude and we have the wisdom and we have the patience to be able to wait it out and to be able to take the micro steps that it requires to be able to move through something more gently and with more graciousness. And when you believe that about yourself, fear, fear will diminish. We hold fear about unknowns, but when we know and we trust that we have capacity, then we have less reason to have fear. And the best way for us to believe that is to start paying attention to when it's worked for you. 
when you've been in a situation where you saw a transition out in front of you and you weren't really inviting it, but it was happening anyway, and you had intuitive knowing about how to surf that, how to take that wave and what to do with it, even though it wasn't an intellectual decision, it was more of a response from you. But when you do that and you see how it works out, if you reflect back on how things have worked in the past, when you've been able to hold that sort of a line of being patient and allowing things to unfold and taking small steps rather than looking to the end of it, allowing it to evolve itself. And you see, I was successful in that. That was less painful, less draining. I actually was, it was pretty good. It worked. It maybe didn't have the, the outcome I wanted, but my journey to that, whatever that outcome was, wasn't nearly as painful or as all absorbing as it might have been. So we have to pay attention so that we can believe that we have this capacity. Otherwise we keep putting it into the future and we're not reflecting that I've already actually used my tools to have this capacity working for me and on my behalf. And so I think right now in this world that we are living in, where we have no, um, we just don't know. There's so many unknowns about how things are going to unfold, when they're going to unfold, what that will look like for us personally, communally, um, universally. All of those are up in the air right now. And if we feel the need to know those answers, we're going to sit in a lot more angst than is necessary. So the question becomes, what are the small steps that we're taking right now? One of the small steps you're taking is coming and gathering in circle so that you can have some time in your day or your week to be able to breathe in a different way and to be able to say, I can, I can join together with other like-minded women and we can kind of move forward on this together, that we're all surfing in the same ocean. Where we are, the waves might look a little bit different, but we're all surfing in the same ocean. And we cannot get out of it. We're, this is the task that we're, we're at right now. But it's instinctual. We've got this, ladies. We've got it. We have to simply allow the flow. Be the flow. Flow. Allow the flow that comes naturally in life to pull you along into your own knowingness and your own truth. Have the courage to trust that you have all that you need for transitions in your life to move as they're going to move without disrupting you in ways that you're imagining they could disrupt you. So much of our pain comes from what we imagine could be rather than what actually is happening. The mind is much more forceful in creating discord for us than the actual reality of whatever is happening. Once things start to happen, we shift into what needs to be done. How do I respond? What's the situation? But the unknown, that we can't shift it into it because we don't know what's gonna happen. So let's imagine that we have given the capacity and the awareness that we've been practicing for this last year, that we have the tools to be able to be present for the transitions that are going on for us personally and communally and universally. And that we don't have to hold fear as one of the paradigms to solve this transition. That we can hold courage and trust and patience. And whatever's happening to our family members and our community members 
and on, I mean, we, there's just so much is up. I mean, if we had a blackboard and we wanted to start writing the things that are up, we would fill it in no time between just the situations that are happening politically and socially and culturally and um, in the world, not to, you know, not to mention just in our own country. I had, I was in the, um, in the cab from the airport this morning to the ashram and um, my cab driver said, how do you like Joe Biden? And I said, you know, there's so much going on, the poor man, you know, there's just a lot to, for him to be worried about. But I said, you know, for me, it feels more, it feels safer than I felt before. So that's good. You know, I'm, I'm happy about that. And he said, he said, well, that's kind of interesting because we have a similar feeling about our prime minister. He's doing a lot of things that we're not necessarily crazy about, but we still are able to hold on to some of the things that he's doing that are working for us. There's so much unknown for him. So even in our leaders, imagine how it is to lead a country right now. All of the demands that are called being called upon, it's something. Um, City, I need to ask you, I'm just thinking time. I have to calculate what time it is. Um, Don't worry about it. Just go ahead and uh, just if you can look at the clock, just take 10 more minutes, sweetie. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, I, my mind is, I, my computer is saying one thing, but I know that's not the right time for where you are. So um, the thing I wanted to, to continue on our micro practices from the yoga sutras. But before I get to that, um, I wanted to say something about this. I was listening to a woman yesterday on uh, Instagram and she was, she's written a book on grieving. And one of the things that she talked to, she has created is, is this thing called the name work. And what she is um, sort of throwing out there is an opportunity for us to acknowledge what we're growing into and how we're evolving is to take our name. And I really want everyone in this group to do this because I think this is so interesting is to take your name and to take the letters of your name. So take your first, the first letter and look at a quality that you wish to live by that starts with that same letter. So she said that what we need to really imagine into is that we have we may not have arrived in a quality that we can own that's really us that we wish to own and we may just not have arrived there yet it's not that we can't but it's that we haven't so take your name in the letters and write something down for each letter that represents a quality that you would like to ignite and to live into in your life it's interesting when um, when gurus give names, they generally give names for things, for attributes that they believe you have the potential to live into, but you have not yet. And so people will say, well, what does your name mean? And then when you, you almost feel embarrassed because it's not who you are at all. It's, it's much deeper than where you are. And that's because this is just a potential. It's not where we've arrived, but it's nice to have language around that and to have to imagine. So I think as a fun tool um, that we should take the time sometime today when you have time or even doing it right now to just write down um, these attributes because they can become, if they're your, the first thing that you think of that you would like to own as an attribute, these are qualities that resonate for you. And there's a really good chance you already carry that quality. You just might wanna hone it in more. 
or you might want to just be acknowledging that that's a quality that you want to carry with you daily. And those qualities most certainly will be the ones that will assist you as you're using all of the tools you have to work on this idea of being in transition, being okay with transition. So I'm gonna give you this time. Um, if there's anybody out there who wants to, any of you who want to share, um, like just even your first letter of your name and what that, what quality popped up for you with that letter, I think it might be kind of interesting to do that. Is there anyone who's willing to take just their first letter of their name and share a quality? Someone? Mine Any? Was, mine was patience. Hmm. Lovely. It's only problematic when you have uh, duplicate letters. It starts to get a little challenging in your name. Is there anyone else who would like to share a quality associated? You take every letter? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have for city, I have spirit, inspiration, devotion, determination, holiness, and inspiration. No, uh, integrity. Sorry, the last one is integrity. Good job, City. <laughs> <laughs> she really took this little this little task on. That was very good. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Okay, go ahead. Anyone, uh, Colleen, do you want to share a letter or a whole name? Um, I haven't gotten to the name yet. That was that was really fast, City. I'm proud of you. That was wonderful. My first one, first one that came is courage for me. Mm -hmm. And mine is mine is letter C, caring. Uh, lovely. Mine is K for kindness because we need to heal the world, help heal the world. Kindness. Nice. Catherine. Gabi, G A B I. G for generous, A for alive, B for bold, and I for intimate. Mm, nice. Mine's L for loyalty. Mm -hmm. Haven't gotten Great. any farther. <laughs> Good to start. <laughs> yeah, my name's too long. I'm not doing the whole thing, but the <laughs> first, first thing that came to me was bountiful be, because I'm trying to live into abundance and, mm. and and bounty in all ways. So I'm going with bountiful. Nice. I'll work on the rest of the letters this week. <laughs> <laughs> and I see Angela has put down A for angelic. I love that. Is there oh, anyone yeah. else who would like to share? <clears throat> so me and Lucy, I'll go with L for love, U for universalism. And I like the C, the courage one. I haven't figured out why yet. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so write these down and be aware that these were, in just a moment, this was a response that you had to a quality that you would like to invite more into your life and to nurture and to be um, expressing into the world. Who do we wanna be that we express into the world? How do we want that expression to look and feel? And it takes a little bit of awareness and practice. Really beautiful. Well, I'm glad you did the name work. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> I wanna hear next week how it worked. You don't have to do all the letters at one time, like, like our darling city who is very quick about it. You can take it slowly also. 
um, you know, take one for a week, take one letter for the week and just practice with it. So, oh, City, I'm going to let you take over now because I think it's too late to start on the Niyamas. I don't want to get stuck in the middle of it. I think I'll save the Niyamas and the micro practices around that for next week. OK. 